National Bank State Street Studio. This is Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Six to eight weeknights right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. We'll get to the NFL, the NFL Combine taking place in Indianapolis. Tomorrow is a huge day right here on ESPN 1000. Cap and J-Hood will get things started at 5 a.m. Ryan Poles will join them tomorrow on the show live from Indy. Bluck and Abdal, we will be on at 9 a.m. after Cap and J. Hood tomorrow morning. So we have a lot going on. Full coverage of uh, the Chicago Bears right here on ESPN 1000. Tomorrow, it's a huge day and a lot of football topics to get to tonight. But, Abdal, we need to start here. Today, the Blackhawks are trading Patrick Kane to the New York Rangers per reports. ESPN, Emily uh, Kaplan is reporting that right now on ESPN.com that this went down earlier today. The Hawks have agreed to send star winger Patrick Kane to the New York Rangers. In return, the Rangers are sending two draft picks to Chicago, a 2023 second round pick, which carries the conditions to possibly improve to a first round selection, as well as a 2023 fourth round pick. Uh, So there's a lot going on here where we look at this situation with the Blackhawks and this team that won championships, uh, a great era of Blackhawks hockey, I think for the most part is officially over here. I know Jonathan Taves is still with the team. Uh, He's out at the moment with the team, but he's still a Blackhawk. But really, Patrick Kane in the last few years has really carried the mantle as the best player in Hawks history for many people that that consume hockey in this town and Patrick Kane now gets a chance to chase another cup with another team trying to win now the New York Rangers yeah I always think of it as like there's that era of covering sports in the city and I think that the Blackhawks era the three cups you know uh for Patrick Kane for Jonathan Thames for for those guys that were here for those cups like yeah they started selling off pieces a while ago and not re-signing guys and trading guys but Kane and Taves were always here until today. And they probably would have moved Jonathan Taves if they could have, if he wasn't dealing with the health issues that he's currently dealing with. And, you know, obviously you hope for him to get better. But with Patrick Kane leaving and going to the Rangers, this is like the like the, the nail in the era, right? Like the era is definitely over. Like it was obviously over. They're tanking. They're trying to get a number one overall draft pick and trying to restart this franchise on a better note. But those guys were always here. And now having that... That main guy, that I mean, that Hall of Famer here winning three cups. And, and I always remember it, you know, we were not just starting out here, but we were still producing nights, going out and like producing those pre and post game shows for the Blackhawks. Like we would do special programming around those Blackhawk games when they were in the Stanley Cup final and then going out afterwards that first year they won and like following the cup around and yeah. like he would walk around with the cup it was it was when he was partying and like he would go from bar to bar and get in a limo and drive the cup to another bar and take it it was like it was a huge celebratory time for the city 
And that him being the number one overall draft pick for them and coming to fruition and actually playing well and being one of the best American-born hockey players ever, like to, to play for one of the most storied franchises in hockey history in the Blackhawks, it's a huge loss, I think, for the city and for the team. Like, obviously, the team's not going anywhere, but just the fact that now Patrick Kane is no longer a Blackhawk and will no longer be wearing that jersey, that Blackhawks jersey, it just closes the door on a huge era in Chicago sports. Emily Kaplan on ESPN.com is also reporting that Kane is expected to travel to the East Coast today and could play for the Rangers uh, tomorrow against Philadelphia. So it's something to keep your eyes on. I, I don't think the trade has officially gone through at the moment, but we are keeping our eyes on it, and the sources are saying that Kane will be traded to the Rangers and the Hawks get back two draft picks for Patrick Kane. And you're right, Adam. It, it was an era that I think people in the city uh, absolutely loved. Uh, it was also fun. You you mentioned chasing the cups and how that was something that in 2010 when they won their first, uh, it was the city's trophy. Uh, basically, each and every night throughout that summer, the cup was in a different spot, in a different location, a different neighborhood, and everyone who wanted to see it and to participate had an opportunity to. Uh, after the first one, uh, the the red velvet ropes went up, yeah, and the the common folk. The Black and Abdallahs of the world who, who <laughs> are not let into the special VIP areas. Uh, you, we were no longer allowed to participate with the second and the third championship. But that first one, 2010, that summer, uh, that was also like at the start of Twitter being an app that people used actively as far as social media. Mm-hmm. And there would be postings saying, hey. The cup is in this this uh, neighborhood at this bar. It's at John Barleycorn in Wrigleyville. Come like, on get out. There. And then people would show up. And then you would see photos of it in the next bar. And then people would show up. And it was d- definitely a great time. And, you know, when you look at Patrick Kane overall in, in the career with the Chicago Blackhawks, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Three-time cup winner. Uh, he scored 446 goals, 779 assists. Uh, that's over 1,200 points. In a Hawks sweater, four-time All-Star, and obviously in the three cup runs, uh, you know, you could think of the different names, Taves, Hosa, uh, but Kane was certainly uh, the offensive leader, the creator, uh, and also I, I think what a lot of us kind of like in that type of player is someone who had like a smaller stature, who mm-hmm. was quicker, who had the wrist who was able to do things that not everyone could do in the National Hockey League. And I think that's why people really enjoyed watching uh, Kaner skate. And so here's where another piece of the conversation I think is a little bit different. Usually the greats in this city, when they're done with your team, they're kind of done. You know, unfortunately, what we've seen like past greats, you know, Brian Urlacher, when he was done with the Chicago Bears, he was, he was, he done. was just done. He was done. You mm-hmm. know, you, you could look around, uh, I think, back to baseball. Mark Burley had a couple of years with Toronto yep. at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Canerco kind of finished out with the White Sox, mm-hmm. and that was it for him. You know, the, the Cubs are kind of different because in the modern era of the Chicago Cubs, those guys are still active. They're still playing yeah. in Major League Baseball. Rizzo, Bryant, Baez. The names are still out there. Mm-hmm. They're still participating. Uh, Schwarber, right? Uh, but when you look at this Hawks team, uh, Duncan Keith had a year with Edmonton. Mm-hmm. He kind of was, he was all right, Hosa but he retired. wasn't very good. Hosa retires. You know, Patrick Kane's going to go on and continue playing. Yeah. And I think that's what is interesting is that Hawks fans are going to get a chance to celebrate this player when he comes back to the UC 
in a different sweater, which I think will be a unique opportunity for Hawks fans. Yeah, I think it will be. And obviously, you know, there's, it still remains to be seen what happens with Jonathan Taves. If he does come back, if he's able to come back, does he end up retiring? Does he just take the rest of the year off and try to come back next year with the with the Blackhawks? So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what these guys end up doing. Um, but yeah, I think that like... It's not like fans are going to boo Patrick Kane no, when no, he comes no. back it, to the UC. When I say you know when I mean? he comes back, it's going to be a celebration, oh, absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. Be, yeah um, one final shift. There won't be dry eyes in the house, right? Like it will, it will be an emotional, enjoyable evening uh, if and when he's back in a different sweater, uh, facing off against the Hawks yeah. at the UC. It will be something that people want to see, which quite frankly, for the Hawks, is unusual in the past couple of years. How many times have you had uh, a game where you had to get there, right? Like, you had to go on out. You know, we're looking at it. You and I, day-to-day, we're not breaking down hockey. That's not what we do on this show. But we'll say this. It is kind of amazing how quickly it evaporates, right? They win their last Stanley Cup in 2015, And then they had the back-to-back years, 16 and 17, where they lose in the first round of the playoffs. And you remember that last one, the 17? Weren't they swept? Or it was a series where Nashville just dominated Mm -hmm. uh, the performance in in that series, that first-round series. And it felt like, man, this seems like it's, it's heading in the wrong direction. It's heading like it's over. You know, after 17, this is where they finished. The Hawks finished in their division, not in the conference, in their division from 2017 on. In 18, they finished 7th. In 19, they finished 6th. In 20, they finished 7th. In uh, 21, 6th. Last year, 7th, and now they're 8th. Not good. In the, in the division uh, right now. And, and so, like, it fell off quickly. And it's also something that we kind of saw at the time, right? You give all this money to veterans and you expect them to have long performing careers and the contracts and the Seabrook and the, the Keith stuff didn't necessarily work out at the end the way you would hope. And they got old quickly. Yeah. But Kane can still get it done. He's still a productive player. Uh, and now he'll be heading to New York. He, you're right. And it's it's interesting to think about it, but like he'll come back and eventually play at the United Center in a different uh, sweater. But then... Like, at some point, he's a player that will definitely have his jersey retired. Oh, yeah. Like, by the Blackhawks. He will have, like, they'll have some form uh, of tribute to him at the United Center, him and Taves. And and that whole whole era of Blackhawk hockey will have a tribute of some form at the United Center. But more so, like, just knowing that you're going to have a guy who, you know, basically accomplished everything that he was uh, expected to do. Being the number one pick, being, you know, as it's supposed to be the next great American player, and he lived up to it, and, and coming here with Taves that year, and then, you know, what they did and winning all the cups. Like, it's, it's rare to get that. Like, think of how many, like, every year you get a number one pick. Every year you get a number two pick, something like that. Sure. But it's rare that these guys, like, live up to that hype and live up to that potential. I mean, we're talking three Stanley Cups. We're talking a, an era of Blackhawks hockey where they dominated that era and Teams did not like playing them. People, they were the best team in hockey, and it 
it really rejuvenated. It was a whole different era of the team, right? The games didn't used to be on TV. People didn't talk Blackhawks in the city. People weren't watching them on TV. And then all of a sudden, you've got the streets filled for watch parties during the, the conference finals and during the Stanley Cup final. You've got the full parade. They they sold out the the uh, out Soldier Field for one of the rallies after one of the Cups. I remember Carmen Yurko broadcast from yeah, there oh yeah. one year. And so, like, t- the, the complete turnaround from a franchise within a family where you couldn't even see the games on TV and had to go to the stadium to watch if you wanted to see that team play to now what they were in that era and hope to regain some form of that uh, uh, you know, in the good graces of the fans hopefully soon. 16 years as a Blackhawk, that's Patrick Kane. And today, sources say the Hawks are trading Patrick Kane to the Rangers, New York, who's fighting for the playoffs, trying to win a Stanley Cup. So there you go. The Hawks are getting back two draft picks, a 2023 second round pick, which carries a condition uh, possibly could be turned into a first rounder, and then also a 2023 fourth round pick. So Patrick Kane being sent to the Rangers. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. That's breaking news from earlier today. Frank in the Ukrainian village. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Frank? Yeah, I think there's been um, some rewriting of history because when the Blackhawks were in their heyday, Hayes was the captain. Taze was the star, and I'm not saying he had a better career than Kane. Kane definitely did have a better career, but the cloud over Kane really put him in the second tier. When the Blackhawks were winning, it was Taze's team. Everybody referred to him as the captain. So now to come back and say, well, he's the greatest ever, I'm not really disagreeing with that, but it seems like we're rewriting history because in the moment when they were winning – Taze was the guy. Taze was the the golden child. And I I I find it hard now that Taze got injured, now he's gotten sick, and now we're like elevating Kane to a new level that I don't know if he really deserves. I don't think that's the case. I think we're celebrating Patrick Kane, but Appreciate think, your thoughts, Frank. I don't think we said he's the best ever. We said he's the best. I said he's, the, for right now, the best American-born. Is he not in the conversation as best Blackhawks ever? Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. But in the time of winning, wasn't it Taze's team? It was never Kane's team. Would you agree with that? I mean, I think they go hand in hand. Yeah, I, I think it was I always, didn't know it was whoa, whoa, a 1A, That's why they did Chevy 1B. commercials together. Come on. Didn't everyone refer to him as the captain? Yeah, he was yeah, the captain he of the was team. the captain, but he was also, like, the silent leader. Like, he rarely talked. He didn't do a lot of, you know, like, he wasn't very showy with his celebration. Like, there's a reason that Patrick Kane was called Showtime. I'm not trying to take away from Kane's career at all. At Sounds all. like but you kind of are. The moment, in the moment, no, no, in the moment of winning, Kane's, it was Taze's town, not Kane's town. Okay. I didn't, I didn't see a separation between the two. Frank, you clearly did. I didn't. I thought it was the two of them kind of like, you know, in the heyday of Jordan and Pippen. You know, though that's a twosome, right? Yeah, and who was the, who was the head and who was the uh, Robin, let's say. The Batman and the Robin. Okay, maybe my example is a bad example because we clearly know that Jordan's the best. Okay. So at the time when they're winning, it was Taze's town. Okay. I I mean, you were there to see it. I mean, yeah, I, was I agree. There mm-hmm. I was there to see it. Kane also yeah, led the league so, in points in 2016. I'm not taking away from Kane's accomplishments at all, but in the moment of winning, it was Taze's team. And now that Kane is leaving, we're like kind of elevating him past no. Taze, which I'm not disagreeing with because 
overall career-wise, Kane had the better career. But in the moment, it was Taze's team. I mean, I remember going to the Pony, and it, it was Taze's bar. It wasn't Kane's bar. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, we were and at the my, Pony, I'm too. I'm sharing my thoughts. Sure. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to put down Kane in any way. I'm just saying the stuff that Kane had to deal with in the beginning of his career with that black cloud over his head with judgment calls, it sure. really did put him on a second tier. And he did have the better career. I No disagreement at all. But this was Taze's town. And now to, like, rewrite history, it doesn't seem um, sincere, in my opinion. Well, I'm being sincere hosting this show. I would say Jonathan Taze had 880 points so far in his career, and Kane has over 1,200. I don't, I don't think there's a comparison there, Frank, but I appreciate the phone call. And as uh, one of our uh, great Twitchers right. points out, it was Patrick Sharp's bar. Yeah, I well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that like that was like best player on the team or the captain was. That's the coordination with the was, bar. I thought people just went to the establishment. Patrick Sharp's bar. This is why we don't talk hawk. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, <laughs> Chicago's home for sports. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. You try and do a nice hockey segment here on the show, and that's what we deal with, Abdallah. This is why Puck Dollar goes back into his troll hole. Blucky Abdallah, weeknight 6A. The Hawks today trading Patrick Kane to the Rangers. They will get back two draft picks, a 2023 second-round pick, which could possibly be moved into a first-rounder based on how far the Rangers go. And then also a 2023 fourth-round pick. We're taking your calls here on ESPN 1000. We'll go to Jay in Addison. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jay? Yeah, hey, boys. How you doing today? Good, man. What's up? So, yeah, I got to disagree with Frank there. And on my part, no discredit to Taves. But just because you're the captain of the team does not make it that you're the best player in team or necessarily make it your team. All right. The general of the army isn't the one who wins the battles. The soldiers on the field. Patrick Kane was the one who was doing all the work. You guys are a little younger like me. But the way I look at it is this. Taves, Professor Xavier. Kane, Wolverine. He did the work. He won the battles. Taves was there to just help Lee. So, as far as I'm concerned... That's a pretty good analogy. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I try. What kind is, of uh, so. is Marion, Marion Hosa uh, Gambit? No, Beast. No, Mary. No, yeah, he's Beast or Colossus. Oh, okay. All right. One Sharp of the two. Is, Sharp is Gambit. Okay. Sharp right. is Gambit. Yeah, like one, yeah 100% with, with, those, with those throws. Boom. Yeah, Sharp yeah. is Gambit. Well, uh, Jay, what kind of dog are you working with there? Uh, it's a pit bull. Nice. Shout out. Sorry. Uh, he just, no, no, no. You're good. No, we appreciate You're the good. dogs. We love all dogs here. We have the dog show. We are. Thanks for the call, Jay. Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. You guys have a good one. There we go. And Abdallah's right. We are the dog show. Dog show! Dog show! They never bark until you're on the phone. Dog, dog show! Little dogs! Bossy dogs. dogs! Bossy dogs and quiet, quiet dogs! It's because they have sports thoughts. Yeah. They want to get in. Yeah. They, they, the dog disagreed with Frank in the Ukrainian <laughs> village, too. Matt in Arlington Heights, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. Good evening. Um, 
you know, just a sad day. Uh, you know, I understand the trade, the reasoning for it. But, you know, it, it, this is a day to, I think, to celebrate the fact that we had Patrick Kane as part of the, the franchise. And, and as a fan, it's sad. I, we have an 11-year-old son who is sad just to see the news of him going because that was his idol on the ice. Sure. But he, uh, you know, like you guys were talking about earlier, Jonathan Taze was the leader of that team. He was the captain. But the talent, the best talent on that team was Patrick Kane. He's going to be going down as arguably the best Blackhawk of all time. He's the most talented player on that team. Even at, you know, up through these most recent last few days of, of being a Blackhawk, he was still showing on the ice why he was so talented. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can turn the page and, and start to see somebody like a Connor Bedard or someone that could be the next great Blackhawk. But this is a day to celebrate and I think be uh, thankful for, for the opportunity to watch him as a Blackhawk. Good call, Matt. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. There's Matt in Arlington Heights. We go to Marco in North Riverside. You're on ESPN Marco. 1000. What's up, Marco? Hey, guys, what's going on? Definitely sad. Definitely going to miss Patrick Kane. Um, I mean, going back to the beginning and that, that goal against the Flyers, even mm-hmm. the bar I was at, the West End, isn't even there anymore, you know? So it's really how times have changed. And uh, as, as somebody that was really disgusted at the incident and, and everything that, that transpired and the, the cleaning of house and everything, uh, we don't know what we don't know as far as players. So on the ice and on TV, what we got to see as fans was really, really something spectacular for, for those years. So I'll be pulling for him uh, until he gets to the, the conference finals. I, like I said, I've, I've, I've moved on and I'm a Kraken fan, but we really got to give props to the best American-born hockey player uh, you know that 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 we we've, we've ever seen. I appreciate it, Marco. So you you retired the Blackhawk sweater, and now you're a Kraken fan. How'd you do that? That's right. Uh, you know, so I, I like the Kraken. You know, coming out, and and I always like to go for somebody in the other conference and sure. and, and something further away. So they, they they are a lot of fun to watch. Uh, they have a great production. They put a good team on ice, and I was actually pulling for a. A, a cane trade. They need a, a sharpshooter and a, a scorer uh, to to help on on uh, uh, power plays and, and things like that. So they got some some help to do going down the stretch, and hope, hopefully they make some moves. Um, but you know the Rangers, I, I think are I, I put them up there. I think Boston Boston's ridiculous. Boston's but not, really good. Yeah. They're not there, but 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 when you get into a series, it's a whole different playoff hockey. is a whole different whole different season. Oh yeah, we're with you. Playoff hockey is fun to watch. Thanks, Marco. Appreciate the call. We go to Nick in Crown Point. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Nick? Oh, not much. Just trying to get through this day now. Um, I just my thing was it. It was always Kane and Taze's team. Mm-hmm. It was always their team together. Uh, like if you ever thought about hockey, you see the commercials. Oh, drive what Kane and Taze drive. You know? Yeah, right. It was. It was always their team. But There's someone that tells us that in the commercial, right? It's uh, David, Shoot it. Yeah, it's David Kaplan, Pass right? Pass it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Cappy. <laughs> drive, boy. Kane drive. and Taves, drive. Go for it all. Cappy oh, yeah. here. But, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, my, my greatest, Yeah, my greatest memory about them is just <laughs> sitting in my room. when I was, I was 12 when they won the first, 13 when they won the first cup. It sure. Was, I remember seeing that go in. Kaner was the only one celebrating. I yeah. jumped up out of my bed watching it. Going to school the next day, no one, uh, no one watched the Blackhawks. I was the only one. So, but I remember they had the parade, you know, a couple days after. And my dad's an iron worker, and they were on strike that day. So I was a little mad at him. He made me sit at his strike, and I missed the parade. 
sat in the car the whole time listening to it on the radio. Oh, Nick, you should have just told him to bring the big rat over and set it up next to the uh, <laughs> the inflatable rat and just set up along the parade route. Make it a party rat? They, yeah. they actually had one there. They See? had one there. Every, I want to be the guy <laughs> that rents out the big inflatable rats. You can do it. <laughs> I think I should. Get the show does every Does every union shop just have one? No, maybe. They probably do. That's awesome. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, uh, Nick. I think that they'll like I think that they'll retire the two numbers together. Like I think they'll always be they'll always be together, right? Kane and Taves will always be yeah. together here in Chicago. Right. When they retire their numbers, they should do it together. If they do like a like a statue, whatever, it should be together. Like there should always be they should they're always going to be forever linked because of what they did here. Of course. I like Honestly, it's not I, one is better than the other. I feel like when we prepare for shows, uh, we do a good job of uh, expecting what type of response we'll get when we do things. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you can mentally prepare, like, okay, what what will I have to respond with this? Like, if I have a, uh, a sports take, like, I'm trying to figure out what the opposition will say to me so then it could be a good debate, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that talking about Kane being traded tonight would then result in <laughs> pro Taves calls to then say that Kane isn't as good as he was. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised at that. It's I didn't see that one coming. Uh, Tom in Oaklawn, you're on ESPN 1000. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? So, Tom. like you like we like you were saying, like they're both great players. It's just that they were both asked to do different things. Yeah. Kane was the better playmaker, and uh, you know, and Taves was the better kind of all-around player. Where then he could play, he he could play offense, defense, and be on your penalty kill and such like that. Right. So they're both great players, and they both complemented each other very well. Sure. And then, as far as the news, I mean, it it hits me hard just because, like, of all the of like the five hockey jerseys I have, like four of them are Patrick Kane, like. I, he he's like my fa- he was like my favorite hockey player since he got drafted to the Hawks and such. And I'll I'll never forget in 2010 when they won their first cup. Me sitting in my mom's front room, at, at, we're all watching it. And then when he when he scores the goal in overtime, everybody's silent because they can't they don't they do, they didn't know if he scored or not. And all of a sudden, my brother-in-law he's like, I think he scored. And then I just jump up and scream, and I'm like, "He scored!" And everybody goes crazy and such like that. And we couldn't. And then even in 2013, I'll remember because my little guy here who's sitting with me in the car was like one years old. And when they, when it looked like that they were down one to nothing, and then they scored, and then they scored again, and he was actually kind of crying like he had to. Like he wanted to go, you know, to bed, and I'm like, I'm sorry, bud. Yeah. We got to stay up for this last, you know, <laughs> minute or whatever, and see if they win this thing. And they did, and we were just so excited that time. So, so I'll I'll remember the memories and such of Kane, and uh, you know, the only thing I hope for for the Rangers to go far is just so then we can get that other first round pick. So. Good memories, Tom. Appreciate you. Yep. 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 I I think, uh, you know, the short list of greatest championship moments in Chicago sports history, it has Mm -hmm. to be Jordan hitting that jump shot Mm -hmm. against Utah, his Mm -hmm. final shot in a Bulls uniform. Mm -hmm. And then Kane scoring the goal in 2010, the the goal that no one saw. And then Kane skating down the ice, celebrating while everyone else is kind of looking around like what happened? 
This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. We'll continue taking your calls here on Black and Abdallah. 312-332-3776. We do have football to get to. The NFL Combine going on in Indianapolis. So we'll get to the NFL in just a moment. We're also taking your calls on Patrick Kane being traded to the New York Rangers earlier today. Uh, sources telling ESPN. So uh, we have both sports topics on the table, Abdal. We'll get to them in just a second. I do want to talk to you about this. Tyler was with me on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Tyler sent out the back call and he said, all right, here we go. We're meeting up. Who's coming? And we decided to show up. So Autumn and I go, and we're there. And something took place that I think you need to hear about this. Did you hear about this during Worst Weekends? On I Cap did. And Jay I Hood? heard about it on Worst Weekends. Okay. So we're at a table. It's me, uh, my wife, uh, Tyler. My wife. My wife. Uh, Tyler's girlfriend, Charlie Bevins my was girlfriend. there. And Shay Norley. Snorboard was there. Okay. Uh-huh. So we're all there at a table. Great Having crew. drinks. Great crew. This is an all-time crew. The Abdallahs, uh, you guys were home. No, we weren't. We were out. Tyler? Uh, a little chippy. A little, <laughs> little chippy in the chat. We were out because we were all a little chippy in the chat. You had an opportunity to meet up. I was sitting in another bar. So you I guys was were already, out somewhere else. You even all, said you drove by the we bar. We did at some point at that point. But that, when you guys started the conversation, I was already sitting in another bar very drunk. So you, you couldn't hang out with us? No. All right. So the story goes. <laughs> no. So we're there. Because you want, no, you want to know why? And this is, this is your fault? This is your fault, Tyler. Well, why no, is this not. my fault? Because when you, at no point was there a mention, because I told Whitney, I said, hey, why Whitney. Why would we need to mention anything? Can I finish? Just show up. No. I said to Whitney, hey, the guys are out. Do you want to go to Will's Northwoods? And she said, no. Because... I don't want to hang out with a bunch of dudes now, because at no point you're you're already uh, changing was, the story. At no point, at no point did Tyler say the guys are going out. At no point was it mentioned that Tyler's girlfriend or that Autumn was also out. And if they if it would have been mentioned, the outcome might have been different. Well, in the thread, I said we'll meet up. Who do you think it was? Me, myself, and I. You, the, the, I don't think I, you that's said we'll it, meet up. I believe it was. Yes, you you did because then we had the debate as of. Is he bringing Autumn? Hmm. So there was a we attached to Black's message. So well, why, I was why drunk, do you need so. a specialty text message sent to you to, to qualify whether or not your wife should come? She, she should doesn't want to just hang out with a bunch of dudes in sports chat and sit around and listen to what we do all day. You have a drink and then you leave. Wait, no. What's a big deal? No. Man, you're, mm-hmm. you're, it's a no. lot of, there's plus, a lot of stuff going plus on Plus we were there. already drunk and I have a baby. So? No, that's it. I have a baby. Well, the, the drunk part is what I'm saying so, too. Yeah, I was already drunk and I have a baby. You, I, I didn't you, need to get more this drunk. Started, this conversation started by saying you went home. You didn't go home, so that negates your, we your were already point about out. having a baby. We were already out. Plus, how already. effective can you be when you're drunk and have a baby? You'd be surprised. And have to take care of said baby. You would baby. be surprised. Surprisingly effective. You I'm should not, see how I used to deal with him on a daily basis. I'm not the one uh, pumping out the milk, so all I have to do is uh, feed. All right, so the story goes like this. It, it was great. And like Tyler said, all-time crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at a table. It's a round table. Except for snowboard. We're at a, we're at a round table, and it, it just so happened to be where my wife and uh, Tyler's girlfriend are talking. 
and they are on the side. I'm talking to uh, Snorbor and Tyler and Charlie, and we're kind of on one side of the table, which left open an opening on the table. We didn't have a full circle around a table. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The round table. We didn't have the full circle. Didn't close the ring. It. Yep. Yeah. We didn't close the ring. So a dude and a girl sidle up. And she sits down in the stool. Just to hang out with you And two? he just stands next to her. Just to hang out with you guys? Well, that's it was very close quarters. Yeah. So immediately it was like, oh, what's going on here? And she is sitting there. And my wife sees this situation and immediately says, that guy is a dead guy walking. That this guy has no game. And I am going to split this right down the middle and save this girl. Mm-hmm. And so she starts talking to the girl first. And the girl catches the attention of Tyler's girlfriend, my wife, and they're having a conversation. Now the dude is standing on the outside with no, because they're speaking in between each other, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's on the outside. He has, he has no participation in the con- conversation. Right? Boxed out. He's boxed out of the situation. My wife has taken over, right? Then, after this goes on for a couple minutes, she then sets her sights on the guy. Now, Tyler, how would you describe this guy? He looked like he was straight out. He was an extra out of Greece. Exactly. Yep. Uh, not the country, but the uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. He he looked like he was a greaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the hair slicked back. Pack he, of cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve. Super lame. Yeah, is the nicest way to put it. Right, okay. right, Tyler. Is that yep. a, mm-hmm. a good way to justify? Like, it? He also seemed like he wasn't really spitting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seemed like she was lukewarm to the situation. Mm-hmm. So. My wife makes the the conversation pointed towards the guy and immediately picks him off. She's asking him what he does. He's being coy. She's calling him out on everything. Come to find out that he's in finance. Shocking. When she asked where, his response was downtown. Mm. Like he doesn't even understand that she's asking like the firm you work in. Like he just thought he was impressive enough to tell mm-hmm. us that he works downtown. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at you, big shooter! You work downtown. Takes the train. Downtown. Don't worry she, about it. She is tearing into Must him. Must not be that good at finance then. Meanwhile, <laughs> the girl is kind of in the middle, and Chardog is just what he's working on a Miller Lite. Chardog is just oblivious. He's oblivious. Well, he has a girlfriend, but he's oblivious. No, but like and he's just yeah, he's just like, what's going on? So Charlie's I, been in that seat before. <laughs> he has. And and so I make uh eyes with the girl across the table and I like eye contact and it's like, Oh, hey, how are you? Because clearly the two girls are going in on the guy. Mm-hmm. So now she's on the outside. Freezing. And uh, well, yeah. And and so I go, uh having a nice night? Pretty good. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, boyfriend? She's like, oh, no, we just met. And I was like, oh, today? She's like, yeah, at a bar earlier. And I was like, oh, so you must really like him. She goes, not really. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, this is he's done now. Because yeah. the, the girls have completely separated him from what he was working on. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how, now there's distance between the two. She catches the attention of another guy across the bar gets up and walks around the table. Now there's Charlie, Tyler, Shay, two other guys, and now the girl. Now there's like six guys in between her and the poor soul that my wife is just ripping into lost at her. the bar. He lost her. Autumn sees her get up, sees her get up and walk away. She immediately just ends the conversation with the dude and turns around to me and Shay and goes, that was fun. 
It was mission accomplished at that point. <laughs> and, and the Snatched poor, a soul. The poor guy is just standing there alone now in the bar. Mm-hmm. The girl he was talking to is now eight guys away. He has no way to kind of fight through the crowd to get back to the, the position he was previously in. And now he's just lingering at our table. No, you got to pivot. And none of us are talking to him. And guy, he's just looking at his phone. No, if you're that guy, you got to power move away. Like, I know that bar. You got to, there's like three other rooms he could have gone to. Absolutely. And just disappeared. Like, you don't, <laughs> like, you either have to go find your friends if they came with friends, or you have to leave, or you just go to the bar and like pretend you're getting drinks and then like slowly just like yeah, you just fade, fade away. into the abyss. Just fade away yeah. because like it was a lost cause. And, and Tyler, you're right. Like she wasn't looking back. Like it was no. over. The it break was, yeah. happened. And for him, it was a classic scenario of, okay, I met you earlier while I was out with my friends. Yes. I've split with my fr- from my friends. She's gone with her friends and dragged me to this other bar. Mm-hmm. And now I've lost her. And it's yeah. ball game over, yeah. and I'm on an island. Yeah, you're on an island. It's a, it's an away game. No. You have no home court mm-hmm. advantage going nope. going on. And, and meanwhile, the entire time this is happening, Shay Norling is giving play by play. Like this is a, a sporting event. Oh, <laughs> it's great. Dead he, guy he, he was telegraphing oh, no. it to his oh, like no. worst he's down, weekend. He's picking up his oh, no. phone. He's down twenty. Oh no. Oh no. He needs to call a timeout. Oh no. He needs a timeout. Oh, oh we're no. going. We got to go to the booth for this one, guys. <laughs> He's like, the girls are doing oh, a job on God. him. Oh, no. Dead Shane was loving every second walking. of it. <laughs> it. It was incredible. Dead greaser walking. It, you it better an, shape up. It was a, a masterful uh, performance from my wife and uh, and Tyler's girlfriend as well, putting in good work as well, keeping the attention of, of the lame loser who was trying to hit on the girl, and they just successfully. I mean, it took place in a matter of what? I'd say 10 minutes that this was just severed. Maybe mm-hmm. even less. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like this was... And like at first, I was like, wow, that's weird. Why is Autumn talking to that girl? And then I realized immediately what she was doing. She got the girl's attention, brought her into the conversation, focused all of her energy on the guy, mm-hmm. and allowed the girl to escape. It, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. That's it, a power move. It, it was good. It's a it power move. Good. It was so, art. You got to put out, like, girls... They put out like the the assistance uh, signal, like the bat signal. Yes, it's like that. Yeah, that's kind of like, what she. It's like some weird like sign language. Well, and then you know, other girls just know. I guess. I guess. Or what maybe she it's was... like a pheromone or something. Here, here's. I just smell it in the air. Someone needs help. Well, the vibe she was putting off was this, right? They sat. She sat down at a table of people that they didn't know, and she sat like at the table, looking towards the table where he was standing to her side. Like trying to lean in for conversation, you see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she didn't. She didn't sit down in the stool, open out to the rest of the restaurant mm-hmm. to like talk to him. Yes. You know, like with her back to the table, she sat down with her like her back to him, basically yeah. trying to see if anyone at our table would have a conversation with her. It, it was. Uh, she it was, was looking for an escape route. Yeah, it, that's it was, fine. Listen, it was, it was hey, special. It I'll was, say it was this. Good. I'll say this. The two blacks that I know, Autumn. And Chris, very good at creating a diversion so you can go talk to someone else. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. It's what we're known for. Time and my wife. It's yeah. Oh, oh uh, are you? Is uh, you need me to talk to this lady for you? Is that a pick. Okay. Roll and, rounds and roll and roll. Pick and roll. <laughs> I have an update. I have an update. Or, or were you more of a, a pick and dive guy at the time? This was more of a pick and dive. <laughs> this was more. I do head first. Head first, man. Oh. Head for, uh, I have an update. Oh. 
on the iPad situation. Oh, at dinner? At dinner. Does he have it out at dinner, Kaplan? Oh, he pulled it out at dinner. Oh, jeez. Do you, do you want to do that next, or are you going to give me the update? I thought I, I figured when I said he pulled it out at dinner, you would hit the sounder, because I thought that was a good innuendo to go out on, but... You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Good morning, guys. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. Just a moment. You have an update from uh, the dinner down in Indianapolis. Yeah, Shane Norling has tweeted out a video of the table at dinner, and it pans from Jonathan Hood, Adam Hogue, unnamed male who we can't see, and there's the iPad in the middle of the damn table with Cap watching it on the Bulls game, currently losing to the Raptors. Because he's got to put out a recap. Never stop, never stopping. I'll let you handle that tomorrow morning. You're at the nicest restaurant in the state of Indiana. I'll let you handle that tomorrow morning. That's on you. Surrounded Cross by... Crosstalk at 9 a.m. I'll let fine. you handle it. Listen. Song of the night. Taylor in Hyde Park. You're on ESPN <laughs> 1000. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, uh, man? Guys, sounds like... There's a lot of, you know what, blocking over there, but I'm not going to speak about that. Well, um, you know, Taylor, the, here's the thing. Usually I would, I would call that, but uh, this girl, this poor girl, uh, she was looking for help. She needed uh, assistance. Yeah. She was looking for I help. I hear you. I hear you. Sometimes, sometimes they need to be blocked. Quite honestly, sometimes uh, guys need to take a look in the mirror and realize that they need to come back with something better. Yeah, I, think, I understand. I think that's the key. Um, so uh, I love Patrick Kane. Um, want to talk about Kane? I actually partied with Kane twice. I actually drank out of the cup the first year they won the uh, Stanley Cup out in QV. We go there. We didn't know they were coming. We got a table. We got bottles. We're having a good time. All of a sudden, we hear like you know the theme, Blackhawks theme song, whatever. Come on, and they just come rushing in. They <laughs> take over the place and order like over two hundred champagne bottles. That's they awesome. fill the Stanley Cup up with champagne and just pass around the entire club the entire night and. I just love those guys. And so my comparison for, like, Taves and Kane mm-hmm. is uh, I consider Taves the Derek Jeter, and I consider Kane the Alex Rodriguez. Whereas Alex Rodriguez is probably the better baseball player, right, by stats and by numbers and, you know, the MVPs and all that stuff. But Derek Jeter is still, like, the captain, right? And I feel yeah. like that's, that, that's kind of their relationship. And I don't see them as Michael or, Michael or Scotty. I kind of see them as equals, but I will agree that I do think it was kind of like Taves's, uh, he, he had the hand on the steering wheel, if you will. Yeah, I think that's a great way to, to describe it. Good call, Taylor. Appreciate it. No what doubt. Do you, what do you think of that, Abdal? I do. I kind of, I kind of agree with that, you know, uh, that there was a lot of blocking going on. No, that, with, this, with this point about Taves and Kane, I do agree with that. I think that, you know, when, like I said, they're always going to be synonymous with each other. Like, you're always going to think about Kane and Taves. Like, they're not going to be... You know, like you, like Jordan and Pippen separated. I know that now these guys are separated, but forever in this city, like these guys are going to be linked together as the best years of the Chicago Blackhawks, hands down. Black and Doll, each night around six fifty, we play for you the song of the night. I wanna rock. Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for what dial. 
it, there's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume, because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Tonight's song. We go to Nelly. Country Grammar. 2000. Song of the Night. So this album was released February 29th of 2000. It was a leap year. year. So uh, tomorrow we uh, turn the page to March, March 1st. But how about this? The 29th of 2000 in February. That's when this was released. You want to feel old? There you go. Feel old. So technically this album is only five years old, right? Because it's yeah. birthday is the 29th. Right. So it's only like four. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not, I don't feel that old. But no, this album's 23 years old. Yeah, watch. Uh, this song is 23 years old. The video looks like it's 23 years old. It's the one where they're doing the block party with yes. the cars, and he's partying like in front of the rims and everything, and like. And some of it is uh, shot in front of the arch, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And he had the band aid. St. Louis. And, like, listen, I'm telling you, Nelly knows hits. Man, Nelly had so many hits, so many hits. Like, his, remember in the um, the beginning of the pandemic, they started that Versus series. And, like, he was one of the first ones to sure. do it. And he just had banger after banger after banger. Now, uh, the album Country Grammar, didn't it? It had uh, EI on it. Yep. Uh, it also had Ride With Me. Yep. Uh, what else? Didn't it have something else that was a, a hit? Uh, let's see. Track listing. Dude, do you count Batter Up? Batter Up was good. Batter Up was was a, I think that was the fourth single, right? Yeah, it was. But this one was first. And then, yeah, dude, this and Ride With Me were freaking everywhere. They, they were everywhere. And, and it also was like, it was a new album that immediately everyone loved. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, I don't recall people being like, nah, I'm out on Nelly. Like, everyone loved it. But also, like, you, we were sophomores, I believe. Yeah. And so, like, you were just being able to drive. And this was, like, that summer after this came out. And you could, like, drive places. Well, if, if This we, was the album. If we starred in, like, a high school movie about yes. ourselves, this is what would be playing at this, the party. This kind of music, yeah. When everything's going nuts. Early 2000s rap headlined by Nelly. And, of course, Murphy Lee in the St. Louis. Yes, of course. Nelly Country Grammar, it's your song of the night with Black and Abdallah.
the volume and don't touch that dial because dial. it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. We'll be back in two minutes. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. 